What's good, everybody? My name's Boss. I'm on here on behalf of Dreamville Records, and we live. Yay, Boss is here. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to have you back. Last winter turns five years old this April. Your wow. baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it does. When was the last time you remember actually even listening to it? Um, I don't really listen to anything after I release it. Because mm. I listen to it so much in the creative process and in the mix process and all those edits that by the time it comes out, then I'm just performing it. Man, last winter, that, that is my baby. That kicked off a lot first. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I honestly think NWO is still my favorite intro that I've ever done. I swear it feel like. I swear it feel like. I swear it feel like a quarter to midnight. Riding this five, bumping my own shit. Bumping my own shit. Pedal to the floor, I ain't breaking no more. Nah. I love that one. So good. When you think back to who that guy was and what he was doing, how do you see that person? Um, the same, just richer. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no, nah, yeah, I think I've, you know, like, like I said, like you hear it in my music. That's how you know it's still me. Mm -hmm. Um, my outlook, the way I express my views, my humor, you know, my vulnerability, those things haven't really changed. You know, the only thing that's changing is I'm growing older, so I'm getting more mature and I'm learning a little bit more about life. But I think when it comes to just my spirit, it's the same. I honestly thought Milky Way was kind of a spiritual successor to last winter. It was more festive. You know, last winter was a time when I had just signed my record deal. Or I was just about to sign my record deal. And, you know, I had started touring. I had gone on, like, my first tour with Cole. So it was a very, like, festive time for me. And Milky Way's the same. It's more like love is the festive season in that regard, you know? So they're, they're kind of spiritual successors. But, yeah, it'd be cool to do last winter, like, maybe do a show somewhere. Please. Maybe, right? maybe do a couple. You know, there's a couple different coats yeah. you got to touch. You're right, you're right. You can't do too many, though, because that's just like a, a moment we got to really. Yeah. It'd be something cool. Just at least two. One on the East Coast, one yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'm going to think about that. You just gave me that idea. We love it. And then I love the story about how you linked with Cedric Brown and he was going to go back to Alabama. And you're like, nah, come down to the basement. And you guys just worked for damn near years. And you talk about how he would make something and you guys would look at each other and be like, last winner. Yeah. What was your favorite part of that process and what did it feel like? Um, It was just really, I don't know if I've ever manifested anything to that level, mm -hmm. you know, like. It was just so, it was just brick-ass cold in Queens, and we didn't want to be in that basement no more. And that was just like our mantra. That was how we would keep our hopes up, would be like, yo, it's our last winter. Like, next winter, we won't, you know, be in L.A. or we'll be somewhere warm, and financially, we won't be in this situation. Like, it was just the end of, like, a cold period in life, you know? And everything happened how we said it would. <laughs> so I just... uh Definitely taught me just the power of manifesting things. And, you know, people say speak them into existence, but, you know, there's so much more that goes into it than just speaking it. <laughs> it's speaking it and living it every day and reminding the people around you to have the same goal and keeping each other uplifted and focused and productive. And we managed to do that and change our lives, really. 
and also doing the work. <laughs> yeah. Speaking it, living it, you yeah, know, you being surrounded and accountable, but also doing do the, the work. work. I think that's yeah. that's a big part of it. And you guys definitely did. And then Cedric used a lot of samples on there. Do you remember a favorite sample that was on that one? I think he sampled the Supremes for Dog of the Day. Every day, every day, every day I've been chasing the truth. But, ooh, I've been waiting for you. And I was like, Lord, and she was like, boy, you better be smart with your ways. I turned to Mike Shaw, and he was like, dog, I think she got the donk of the day. Cause girl, you got the donk of the day. They gotta be the donk of the day. Oh, I love that sample. <laughs> oh, I love, I could listen to that instrumental still for days. I still don't know if I did that song justice because I love that beat so much. That's definitely one of the standouts from it because it was our first kind of dose into your storytelling. And yeah. it's such an interesting story to where like you don't know where it's yeah, going to end. Yeah. So I feel like you did it justice. That Thank one you. always stands it's out a, to me. It's a true story. Uh, I was touring Berlin with Cole. It was our first time in Europe. It was when me and Sed like, first met. And Ron. Ron was playing keys. Sed was like doing some stage managing, and I was just like pretty much doing artist development. And um, we had an epic night in Berlin. <laughs> I mean, we had a really epic night. Like, I think we left the hotel at like 7 p.m. to go to the venue, and we got back to the hotel like 9 p.m. the next night. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was really one of the wildest nights we ever had, but, you know, gave me that whole record. So shout out to Berlin. Anything else you want to say about last winter? Wow. Um, you know, when... I think it was, we played the Garden Theater on the What Dreams May Come tour after Cold Drop Born Center. And I remember like us announcing the Dreamville deal and me and Eve and a bunch of homies walking around and putting the first Revenge of the Dreamers hard copy in every seat in the Garden Theater. It's like 4,500, 4, 5,000 seats and handing out a flyer to kind of introduce Dreamville and say that like last winter was coming. I think this like the journey just since then for myself and and like for Dreamville as a whole. It's just hella inspiring, you know. It's cool to look back on it. It's so so good, and that's it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, yeah. You be yeah. like so well informed. <laughs> you know, I'm like <laughs> your guys' biggest fan <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like I, I get so juiced. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. And there's more with Voss. We did a whole episode of the Special Delivery Podcast, Breaking Down Milky Way. And we've done episodes of Creator's Cut, Breaking Down His Music Videos. All of those are going to be in the show description. And then reach out to me. Let me know what your favorite part was or just say hi. I'm on Twitter, at Special Says. And on Instagram, it's at Special Says as well. As always, this episode is dedicated to Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.